Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elisa the Ernista podcast. This is episode number 107. My name is Mike, and by my side, as always, is Elisa the Ernista herself. How are you doing today, Elisa? I am good. How are you? I am mostly good. Some not good, but mostly good. Do you want to start with the, the not good What's or the not good? good? What's not good? So there's two things that are not good. One, I wore this shirt, my Milwaukee Brewers shirt that my mother purchased for me for Christmas like last year. Last year? In the hopes that the Brewers would win today, they lost. So their playoff hopes have been dashed. They are no more. The Brewers are not going to make the playoffs this year. If this the, is my surprised face right if, now. If they had won today and tomorrow <laughs> and the Rockies had lost today and tomorrow, they would have been tied and gone to a one-game playoff. For the wild card, and it didn't happen. So I'm so I'm very sad. That's how sad I am. You'll probably get over it. I well, and then when spring comes, you're gonna be like, "Oh, I'll be this is gonna be the year." Honestly, though, considering again when I went to spring training this year, and they looked absolutely terrible. They looked like they were gonna win about eight games. The fact that they were in kind of any kind of playoff contention makes me very happy. I, I've gone through 15 years of this, so. 15? Yeah, with you. Every year. Is this, they made is this the playoffs the year? in 2011. Is this going to be the year for the Brewers? Yeah, like yeah. Like twice since then. Yeah. You want to know the other bad thing or you want to know a good thing? Bad, and then we'll finish with the good. Well, the other bad thing is that Bobby the Brain Heenan died. Who? Who's that? You don't know who Bobby the Brain <laughs> Heenan is? The, the I'm greatest... sure that I am being a wrestler. The greatest wrestling manager and commentator in the history of the industry. I'm pretty sure I'm in trouble with both oh, you and my, my cousin goodness. right now. Yeah, I think Marie and I are going to have to have a conversation with you. We'll, we'll have to get together on Skype or something. I'll I'll track down some good Bobby Heenan moments because... Draw me a flow chart. Oh, my goodness. He was absolutely hilarious. The best guy in the history of ever. The good? Technology. I came home. Lisa came home. With a Roomba. I did. That thing is weird. It is super fun. Oh, its name is Kirby. You na- you can't name a Roomba Kirby. It's a robot. It has a name. It has to have a name. But Kirby is a name. It's a vacuum cleaner company. You can't call a, a Roomba vacuum a Kirby. There is also, isn't there a video game that there's a character That's named Nintendo. Kirby? Nintendo Kirby. How do pink... you know that I named it after the vacuum? Have you ever played a Kirby video game? Probably. I doubt. I've never it played a Kirby video like, game. It was from the time when I was maybe even playing video games. Like Super Nintendo, ver- like, yeah, which they I had a just Super Nintendo. released, the Super Nintendo Classic, the SNES Classic. I had a Super Nintendo. I Did had you? Duck Hunt. And... Duck Hunt was not Super Nintendo. Yeah, it was. No, it was not. Duck Hunt was the original Nintendo. Oh, okay. Well, I had that. <laughs> you could have tried to talk to me about video games. <laughs> Although Duck Hunt was pretty good. I was not very good at it, but that should not come as a surprise to anybody that I was not good at a video game. Well, that game. was one of those light gun games. You just get three inches away from the TV and you hit everything. That this was too easy. Really I wasn't going to get that close to the TV. <laughs> That's the easy way to do it, though. No. Yeah. I don't ever do anything the easy way, do I? That's true. You follow yeah. the rules and, yeah. <laughs> so talk about talk about the Roomba. That thing is pretty cool. So, yeah, we got a Roomba for... Um, for the store. And its name is Kirby. 
and I got it from Costco because I figure that's like the safest place to like get something because if anything ever goes wrong and you have a membership, they're like, sure. You've got like two, like a, does, does everything come with a two-year warranty? It's like two TVs years. Like TVs and mm-hmm. like everything, any electronic comes with a two-year warranty. Well, like they have extended the manufacturer's warranty two years, but some of the sure. stuff, it, I think that they are like, it's still like forever. Forever? Mm-hmm. Like, what would be a forever warranty? Like, uh, dehumidifiers. Like, I was told really? that I should have gotten, when I was there one day, I was told I should have gotten my the dehumidifier there, because if anything ever goes wrong with it, you bring it back and they give you another one. How can they, how can that happen? I don't know. I suppose you have to, well, no, I was going to say, you have to keep your receipt forever, but they they have yeah, a they have everything on file, don't record. they? Yeah, as yeah. long as you have the credit yeah. card, I would imagine. And the employees there are, like, the happiest people ever. Well, yeah, they're it's super a good place nice. To be. Yeah. So the Roomba just kind of you brought it home, so it's it's going to be at the store primarily, but you yes. brought it home just to show it off and and show what it can do. And it cleans. That's the that's its job. It is its job. It reminds me. I was telling Mike. It reminds me of the. Or I was telling you because you're the I one am, here. I am Mike. Yeah. Um. That it reminds me of the. Uh, if we talked about the Tenth Kingdom a few weeks ago. Yep. And it reminds me of there's a. He he has like this thing like he has oh they were stink bugs weren't they it, well it was one or, of his stink wishes beetles? wishing beetles whatever they were the beetles and he or he had to swallow no, the like beetle and then he got like wish oh they were dung beetles dragon dung or something yeah like that. so he swallowed this beetle and then he gets like however many wishes and he wished for something that would clean everything for him so it was this vacuum that runs around and like it has this little voice and it's like. Cleaning everything, so it made me. That's what I feel like the the, the like, Roomba is. Like every genie or wish story in the history of the yep. universe, it never goes the way you wanted to. So this thing is like sucking up the rug and the curtains, yep. and it's running over his feet and explodes. I think does it explode? I don't remember if it explodes. Well, after he wasn't he hitting with the baseball bat or something? And I don't remember. He's trying to do something. He's trying to just get even the, the endless stop. supply of beer like went south. Yeah. So, but the Roomba so far has not done anything like that. So far. It's been very well behaved no but except for going after rollo's feet rollo didn't like that so i brought it home to see what rollo would think and he was all kind of like kind of like whatever and he like stood behind me a little bit but he doesn't um, care about the normal vacuum so he likes being vacuumed yeah he actually likes being vacuumed so i i didn't think this was going to bother him a whole lot he got a little tentative a couple times when it went after his food and then his bone he got close to his food bowl and his his nyla bone that made him a little unsure, but he really didn't care. Mm-mm. He's like, well, that is kind of annoying. It, like, bumped into my feet. I don't yeah. like that. So I'm <laughs> going to stand behind my mom. Yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, so that wasn't very exciting with him. But a friend of mine stopped in yesterday with her yeah. two-and-a-half-year-old, and he is terrified of the Roomba. I thought, oh, hey, he's two-and-a-half, you know? He likes toys thing. that, like, you know, they make noise and they do stuff. And I'm like, hey, come here, come here. You got to see this. No, come here. It's fun. It's fun. And then I turned it on, and it came, like, out of the dock from underneath the shelf, and he is, like, terrified, hiding behind Maybe. mom and... Maybe if you if you didn't like have it hiding in its own little cavern under the sh- maybe if it was out in the open it wouldn't have surprised him so much. I don't know. I I think he just I don't think he would have. I don't think there's any situ any way that it could have been presented that he would. How have, long like, did you let it run while he was there? Oh, he went and he sat in the chair in the front of the store and just sat there. <laughs> I come- have. He has never just like sat still in the store. 
Well, there you go. That's and Danae said he may never come back to the store. New secret for the kids. Which Terrify is super them. sad because, yeah. Nah, he'll come back. He'll get over it. He's one of my favorite little people. So, Probably your yeah. second favorite little person. Yes. My favorite is, is Clara. I hope so. But I've only met once. <laughs> so far, she's still very new. But yeah, so I guess he, he went home and had to tell dad all about how how uh the the about the robot at the store and it was no fun and uh, so scared so so scared <laughs> so and Poor he came kid. in and he had <laughs> he came in and he wasn't allowed to touch anything because he, he had a kit kat that he'd been clutched in his Uh-oh. he had a kit kat in the in the wrapper that he'd been clutching in oh. his hand for like ever so he wasn't allowed to like touch anything or do anything at least it was in the and wrapper so he was having a traumatic day so he wasn't allowed to do anything with his kit kat and then oh. he got chased by a robot vacuum poor so. kid yeah <laughs> so he'll probably recover well i hope well he's probably after years and years of therapy oh, he'll recover man. all my fault so. It used to be a calm, safe place for a kid to go and hang out. and Super fun. She lets me push the buttons on the iPad. Yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. Nope. We're we're done with the fun. So, yeah. Yeah. So, thank you, everybody, for joining us here. This is normally the spot where I'll talk about Amazon. Go to go to alisatheernisa.com on the right-hand side. Click on an Amazon thing. So, you go there, and they might give us a little bit of money and help us pay for our bills, which is always a nice thing to pay for our bills. But the thing I want to talk about, because today is the, well, we're recording this on the last day of September. This will go up the first day of October, which uh, I was going to say traditionally. Can two times be a tradition? Because I was going to say last year when I did Extra Life, I started kind of my my fundraising, my main fundraising efforts in October. I think that's what you can qualify it as an annual event. It's an annual event. Maybe next year will be a tradition. Is, Is thrice a tradition? I don't know. I'll Google it while you're talking about it. I'll, I'll talk about it. So two things. One, if you are in the Beaver Dam area and you are listening to this Sunday, Monday, or even Tuesday, make sure that you uh, either go to Benvenuto's Italian Grill or you get carry out or you get delivery and uh, make sure you mention Extra Life because if you do that, 20% of your sale that day is going to go uh, to Children's actually Children's Hospital of Wisconsin by way of Extra Life, which is something I am participating in again this year. So 20%. So, yep. And I did confirm this because I had a couple questions and I wanted to make sure that beverages do count. Because you're going to go drink some beers. Because I well, I have a feeling I'm going to be there for a while on Tuesday on Tuesday night. So if you want to come by, I'm, I'm going to wear my Extra Life shirt from last year. Yeah. So if you're there and you want to talk about Extra Life, I'll be there because a, a guy f- that I know from work is going to make make a trip up, maybe with somebody else. We'll be there a little bit earlier, so I might just have a couple drinks with him, and then what you're going to be there. What time are you there. going to get there? I. Can be there by like five thirty. If well, maybe I have to come home and let Rollo out. You have to let Rollo. Rollo has to go potty. So maybe I can be there by five thirty or six ish. Yeah. But yeah, I'll, look I'll, for Mike in the bar. He'll be the one with all the beer. I'll be. I'll have them just lined up because twenty percent of that beer is going to children. <laughs> so it's like it's free. Network. It's like a business expense, right? Pretty much. <laughs> it's better than free because you're going. It's it's helping kids. So extra life. What it is is a. Um, it's a it's a annual thing. It's a extra life is a, a charity organization that raises money for Children's Miracle Network hospitals, 
uh, throughout the country, throughout the United States. And uh, I, as a participant, get to decide or choose where my money goes to. I, of course, living in Wisconsin, have chosen the um, Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. And this funding goes, it's for kids who uh, whose families cannot afford uh, procedures or they have serious issues going on that they need help with and, and just all kinds of stuff. All, there are videos of it if you want to see some past things, but so kind of like a, uh, a bike ride or a 5k or something like that, instead of doing something physical and actually exerting myself, I guess it may be exerting myself in a different way. You know, and I, I think, you know, everybody I know that does like really amazing things. I have a friend that does, um, she does bike rides and walks for MS. And I mean, everybody that does these kind of things, it's, it's really grueling. And I mean, for you, yeah, you, you feel, you felt like you're doing okay. Like through like the, like the majority of it in the beginning, but then like the end, you're like, wow, this is, I don't know if I'm going to make it. It's 20, staying up for 24 hours, especially now is hard. When I was 18, staying up for 20 hours, 24 hours was difficult. It was still not easy. So yeah, Yeah. that's, that's the idea is that the extra life it's uh, they're kind of, their tagline is play games, heal kids. And you can play board games, you can play card games, you can play video games, you can play whatever you want to do, but you do it for in a marathon run of 24 hours. People raise money all throughout the year, but there's one kind of set aside day that that everybody kind of comes together if you're able to, and you game on that day. And so this year it's excuse me, November 3rd uh, to the 4th. And that's, and that's the big day. So 24 hours, uh, I will be, and because I am able and I have planned it this way, I will be streaming the entire thing online once again. So through, uh, my twitch.tv slash, I, I don't know if there's underscores. I think it's just big Mike, Mike, whatever. I'll maybe post something later, but yeah. So because that way people can participate. So whether you have donated or not, you can kind of come by and, and hang out in the chat and, and see what I'm up to. So if you want to come by at like four o'clock in the morning, and see what I'm doing and see how things are going. You can, you can do that. My plan again is I'll start at like 10 o'clock on Saturday morning and I'll end probably nine o'clock on, uh, what do you call it? On Sunday. <laughs> the day that after that the comes day, after sun, after Saturday, after Saturday, but before Monday, it's usually after Saturday. Wow. It's going to be a real long 24 hours. I know you start getting a little, I, yeah, I get, it was I get fun. Yeah, it was, it was. So the reason that it's going from 10 to 9 instead of 10 to 10 is because once again, it falls on daylight savings time ending or whatever. So you're going to fall back at, was it two o'clock? Was that when that happens? Two two becomes one. So two becomes one. It's an extra hour of bar time in Wisconsin. So it's, I'll be playing from one to two and then I'll be playing from one to two and then we'll go from there. But, and I'll be coming in. And playing, yeah. so we'll we've got we'll plans. Do some so at least will be there sometime uh, Saturday evening for a couple hours, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, so we'll talk more about that and maybe put something up on yep. uh, the Yarnista blog or something like that again. But point being, if you are in the Beaver Dam area, make sure you are ordering carry or ordering delivery for the entire office. Make sure mm-hmm. that you go there and drink a lot of beer and then call a cab. Something like that. Order a lot of food is, I guess, what I'm trying to say. Make sure that you mention Extra Life when you do it, because that way that's how they know that you're there for the event. Yes. Do it. And come see Mike at 5.30 or 6-ish. Yeah, come see me. There's going to be like a mob in the bar. We're going to get there after class, and you're gonna. there's going to be like a mob in the bar. I hope so. 
I really, I, I, I've learned a lot this year. Cause like I said, this is the second year that I've done extra life. This is the first year that I've organized kind of a, this dine out thing through Ben Venudos, which is awesome that they do this for organizations and things. They have something going on pretty much every week at really any or all of their locations, yep. which is awesome that they, they do this. And, um, well, and I get it. I mean, it, it makes sense. They, you, you know, you're helping drive business in there. So they're getting 80% for you, yeah. like doing marketing for them. And you're getting 20% for whatever it is that you're doing. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. And yeah, and it's really cool that they make this available to the community. So I want to take advantage of it. And I'm hoping it is going to be a success for everybody and uh, that they will allow me to do it again next year. And I think next year I've learned some things that I can maybe make this a little better. I wish I had created my event, my Facebook event a little bit sooner. I honestly didn't think about it until a friend of mine said, hey, you should create a Facebook event. And I said, yeah, I probably should. <laughs> that, it, it seems so obvious, but for whatever reason, I didn't I didn't think to do it. So I'll do that a little bit sooner and try to get the word out, word out a little bit more. But anyway, uh, look forward to that and I'll in as much as it probably will annoy people to no end. I will talk more about extra life over the coming month until, until uh, November 3rd. Um, yeah. I have the definition of tradition for us here. What is the definition of tradition? Is uh, it the song from according to Merriam Webster? No, it is not the song from a uh... fiddler on the roof. Well, I don't know. That's I don't remember the song, song though. So um, it is an inherited, established or customary pattern of thought, action or behavior, such as religious practice or social custom a belief or story or a body of beliefs or stories relating to the past that are commonly accepted as historical, though not verifiable. Um, cultural continuity and social attitudes, customs, institutions. I I think like Kraut Day is maybe more of a tradition than Extra Life. So far. Kraut Day is like handed down. We're like third generation That's that true. we know of with Kraut Day. So that well, I think would be a tradition. I think... I, this is, are, I think Extra Life is an annual event. Technically, Kraut Day was started by mm -hmm. myself, my father, and my uncle. But the kraut making itself we, would well, be a tradition. Yeah, that's That could be a tradition. I don't know how yes. far back that goes, but At Kraut least Day three itself, generations. Yes. At least. Well, being German, I'm guessing it goes back a bit Forever. further than that. <laughs> to the beginning of Germans. To the beginning of time in a... The Austrian Alps, which, which, from my understanding, is where we came from. Hmm. That's what Michael Newmeyer told me, anyway. One of them. How many? How many Michael Newmeyers are your friends? I don't know. I've lo I haven't looked recently. It was thirteen when I checked at one point. I probably can't find very many Elisa. Newmeyers or Wallaces out there? Probably not too many. No, there is one in Iowa. There's, we know that for I, a fact. I, I get all of her ARP stuff. Hey, well, you should join. I still think you should join. I should, but I'm pretty sure if I walk in with my AARP card, they're going to be like, "Okay, yeah, whatever." But if I walk in with you, they might believe it. Say <laughs> like that well, that old guy. Yeah, she's got to be old enough. Uh... All right, everybody. So if you want to participate in the program, you can send us an email, podcast at elisatheernista.com. Uh, questions, comments, suggestions, any thoughts or ideas you have about the show, and uh, we may, we'll read and respond questions. We'll uh, take everything to heart that you say because we want to make this good for you, the listener. Yeah, and I had a lady in today, a customer, and at her 
really, really fabulous lady and her husband. And it was just so cool to have somebody say, yeah, hey, you know, commenting on things we've talked about in the podcast. So and she really liked the video of the Kadat trip. Yeah, I had a lot of fun putting that together. Several people have said that it just it was a really, really great video. And they were so happy to see me relaxing for a change. Well, yeah. Because I'm not good at that. No, you're definitely not. And I'm not always either. So it was nice just to go and turn the brain off. And I think the like key to it was we had like zero access to the outside world. Yeah. I think that was really good. That was pretty fantastic. But it was nice because we were still able to take pictures and do that kind of stuff yeah. without like being like, oh, is somebody trying to contact us? So that was pretty cool. Speaking of our trip. Well, oh, I was going to say. I, I, not speaking of the trip. Well, I said last week I had this as a finished object. My um, my coconut sweater. So um, the M- Emma. Emma, I think. That's a girl's name. This is Emma. So um, she's all blocked and um, she's all ready to go. Um, She has been at the store this week and been getting a lot of attention. So that's really cool. So, um, yeah, the Cocoa Knit sweater construction is really, really awesome. And um, it's a top-down sweater that is seamless, but it gives you, like, set-in sleeves and a nice tailored look. And it was one of those things. And, you know, I know a lot of people finish a project and they're like oh it's not very good and oh your stuff always looks so nice and they come in the store and i'm like you know i kind of hate it just as much as everybody else hates their projects when they're done with them like and it's been really good this week because i took it in and i'm kind of like i've spent like so much time with it like right in my face that yeah, like any project i'm like i'm so over you i i knit the body on this thing twice and um so i just kind of was like you know i'm i i hope it's i hope it's good enough and so i took it and it's been getting a lot of really positive attention better than good enough elisa well thank you i think it's beautiful i would wear it if i didn't have to take it to the store i'm gonna steam the sleeves out a little bit because they huh why because they were laying flat when they were blocking, so mm. when they're on the mannequin, oh, they have this like crease a, on here. Yeah. So, so not like pleated pants. You want to pleat in your your no. sweater sleeves? No. So um. So yes. Yay! Thank you to everybody that has given me um. You know, positive feedback on it because I am just like everybody, and I have you know really bad like sweater insecurity when I finish it, and it needs to like go away for a while. Why? Because I've been staring at it like up here and it needs some personal space. You just have yeah. to like take a step back from it for a little while. And it's like whenever I finish a project, I look at it and I see like all of the things that like there's this little part that I don't like, this little part where my gauge was a little bit loose here. And um, so then I, fo- I fixate on that. And that's what I hear a lot of times when knitters come in too. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, it's beautiful. They're like, oh, but look at this part. I'm like, no, we all need to get over that, but we we don't. So, but then a couple months later, I'm like, it's I, I absolutely love it. Yeah. So, but um, so that is, and the coconuts class is going really really well. It was a lot of fun. Um, barring, of course, you know the the regular you know technical difficulties and anything with an oh, iPad yeah. and a TV and a video. Well, there were always technical difficulties when you have film strips in yeah. grade school. It doesn't matter what the technical thing is there's going to be issues with mm-hmm. it i know like when we set up stuff for the podcast or I listen to other podcasts there's always technical issues 
Yeah. Well, and luckily, I mean, this group, they all know each other really well. So they're absolutely fine. They're not just like standing there. Like, they're not just like sitting there staring at me, making me like, you know, I'm like sweating bullets and like, oh, they're just, yeah. They didn't steal a remote control and change a channel while you were trying to set up? No, they did not. That's pretty funny. (laughs) Happened in a college class. Anybody that is in my Coconuts class and listening to this. Don't do that. Do not do that to me. I will probably actually have a meltdown. It's pretty funny though. You actually, Michael. You should maybe Michael. Should just for a little bit. Michael. It was pretty funny. So, and then I forgot the, um, so having knit that and I've, I keep thinking and it was a really crazy, crazy week at the store. And I think I told you that I was going to, that I wanted to knit this. The techno sweater. Oh yeah. Okay. So I, I'm usually pretty, you know, budget conscious when I, pick out a sweater, right? I mean, I don't go like overboard. No. Um, so I, th- it was kind of a crazy week and I worked really, really hard this week. So I decided that I was going to knit one of the, um, sweaters from the expanded Cocoa Knits, uh, sweaters, sweater collection. And I can't remember what it's called now. Frida, I think it's called. I love the pattern is down. It's it, it's with the with in the in my work bag downstairs. I forgot to grab it, um, but I am using so it's it, it uses the cocoa nets method. So the book has um, the instructions on how to do um, like the cocoa nets method and how it all kind of works. And then there's several patterns in there, but then she has an expanded collection too. And one of them is just this like stockinette edged long cardigan with pockets in it. And hmm. it just looks so cozy. And the gauge on it is 16 stitches over four inches. So I decided to knit a, um, knit it in techno, which I have been wanting to knit a sweater in techno forever. Um, techno is from Blue Sky Fibers. Uh, and it's a, it's a silk, um, like chain construction tube, and then alpaca and merino are blown into it. That, I don't that the technology that has to be in existence to make. I don't understand. It's how. like silk. It's like it's like stuffing a sausage. Is how I explained it to somebody no, like, the other day. That makes sense to me yeah. because there's room to work with stuffing a sausage and it, it, the tensile strength of an intestine or whatever kind oh, of. Oh, but case silk is use. really strong. So it's got silk on the outside. It's a silk. It's like a silk, like kind of like crocheted or like knitted tube, like a like kind of like a, maybe How like a silk I cord. A, a machine, I'm does sure. Somebody go. Do you have somebody that goes and and makes silk tubes? Well, it's it's like kind of like a like, a, like an I cord kind of thing. That sounds really difficult. That would take a long time to knit that. Well, that might be also why it is the price it is per skein. <laughs> okay. So the the benefit with it is that yes, thank you, Becky. It is called Franca, not uh, not Frida. It's called the, the sweater is called Franca. Oh, um, we're getting some assistance from the uh, live chat right I'm now. So all of them have like girl names, and it's so hard to keep track of all of them. Um, but the the benefit of it is that you get this really light and airy yarn that. It just, it's, it, I'm going to have this like really big, like cozy kind of like blankety cardigan. Um, and it's going to, it, but it's not going to be really heavy. 
So, um, so yeah, I, I wound half of my yarn for it today and I brought it home and I'm going to cast on, it's on going to be on a size 10 needle. I swatched, um, and yeah, I can't wait to cast on. Weren't you just knitting a hat or something in? Shh, it's a secret. Okay. <laughs> There's a hat that I saw the other day. Yeah. I can't keep track of all the things yeah, you've got coming secret. and going and what it's made in and where it came from and who's designed it that's a surprise for later this week a surprise okay that's a surprise all right so if you're listening to the podcast that was an accident that it it was something i've been thinking about and then that kind of fit into it perfectly so we we, will talk about that next week okay yeah so it was kind of cool how things kind of came together so um i am using uh the color rogue all the 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 techno names are kind of cool because they're all named after um well, they all have like a name name and then the color name is after, um, it's named after a year. So this one is 1973 like, and Rogue. What What about like 1913? Nope. They're 70s and 80s. Oh, why? 70s what? and 80s. Yep. They pick 70s and 80s. And all the colors from the original collection from the 70s, there are only, I think, four neutrals that made it out. Maybe five. The other ones were retired. There was red and orange and yellow and purple hmm. and a turquoise. Those and those were all retired. Those aren't neutrals. Well, those weren't. They kept all the neutrals. Like oh. there's three grays. So did they do a different red or a different Mm-mm. orange? No, they just kept the neutrals for a while. But they have really? new colors now and they're really, really pretty. Those huh. were actually when we came back from uh, when we were at Blue Sky in April. Yeah. I came back with a bag of the new colorway. It's a dark green oh, uh, named yeah. Jive that That's I'm right. going to knit a shop sample with. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's 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 that, and I can't wait to cast on. It's going to be so much fun, and I'm going to love wearing it. And everybody talked me out of gray. So you went with the closest thing to no. gray. <laughs> it's just not quite. I mean, it's just brown. Well, I'm going to say this: for the amount of yarn that I need for this sweater, I am not comfortable picking a color. Yeah, I can see that. It's 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 a sweater that I think is going to last forever. It's a classic style. It's a classically styled sweater, um, and it it is going to. I'm probably going to have it forever, and it is not a. It is not an economically priced sweater. So I wanted something neutralish, and I was gonna. I was originally I was gonna go with a light gray because I thought that would be. That well, one of the sweaters was done in a light gray that I had seen, and I thought, oh, that'd be perfect. And I ha- I already have the yarn at the store, sure. so I'm ready to go. And then they talked me out of it, <laughs> so I went with the dark kind of like rogue, which is like a dark brown with like yeah. a little bit of kind of it has like some flecks of like some charcoal going through it. So I think it's a good color. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Um, what else do I have? Is that Oh, I picked up my, my, I picked, this is a sad story. I picked up my find your fate again because I have given up on the, what the fade. Wait, I've got some sad music here to, to play in the background while you talk about this. I can't even talk about it with that going. (laughs) Talk, Talk about how sad you are. Well, somebody said that my What the Fade kind of looked like a circus, so I feel like the music fits with it that. It does fit. It does. 
Yeah. Um. So the what the fade, it kind of like, can I can I say that? Can I? It got to the point where I was kind of like WTF. You can you can say whatever okay. you want to say. So yeah, it um you you were very encouraging. I will say that, and you tried very hard to motivate me. And um, a friend and I, we were like we were like mystery knit along buddies. Yeah. And I it kept not going well, and I'm like, oh, it's gonna turn around. It's gonna turn around. It's gonna be better. It 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 never got better, and then it got worse. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But yeah. I mean, And then there the, were tassels. There were optional tassels. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I am definitely not a tassel kind of girl. Well, maybe tassels it depends or fringe. On, I mean, I wear fringe on my boots, look but at I will your not boots right now. Yes, They're I know. In like ninety five percent fringe. Yes. And that's awesome. <laughs> but not on my shawls. Uh. So yeah. So my, my yarn is going to be repurposed. We are, uh, my friend and I are both, we're trying to look at the bright side of it. And she had, thankfully she had a little bit of a, um, a little bit of a, uh, boo-boo and she ended up having to rip back a lot of rows on hers. So she had yeah. a setback and I'm like, I don't want to get too far ahead of her. Cause you know, we're buddies in this. And I knew if I get too, if I got too far ahead of her, then she wouldn't keep going. Yeah. So we both quit. And we were given permission by multiple knitters and to you will quit. Repurpose the yarn that was yep. in. Yep. In so use. I'm looking at actually a couple of the designers' other patterns. So yeah. it's not like it, it's no reflection on the designer. It's just no. you know, it's one of those things that you know I, I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to do it. It's going to be fun, and yeah, and and it know, was fun. And there may be some people that are having a ton of fun with it. It's just you, you oh, know. it was ugly. Well, yes, to you, but maybe somebody was really enjoying it and they might uh, have I a group so. of people that are really enjoying it. I hope so. Because, yeah. yeah, I was, and I feel I was so positive. You were. And then, wah, wah, it was so sad. So, so yeah, I was, I'm done with that. Yeah. So, Move I think on that's, to the next one. Yeah. New project. Oh, I didn't talk about my other finished project. Well, I was going to definitely nudge you if you didn't bring that one out. I was like, I'm missing something. So I finished my Hudson. Oh, dip, dip, dip. which is in grays. <laughs> and I love it. I love it, love it, love it. I think it is so pretty. It is. I think, you know, you can choose a lot of different color combinations. I really like the look of this one with the various grays and the what is like an off-white cream color as the main color i i think it's really cool natural yeah yep i think it's very classic and i I, i'm part of me is kind of like oh i'm i I think this would probably work better as a shop sample than the colors that i picked for the shop sample but this is mine yeah this is mine this is it's my it's my cadat shawl and i am so happy that it's my it's my it, it and I think I'm gonna I wanna try doing that more when we go away. Just pick something. Take a like a pair of socks or something with me. Something to, you can do in knit. a couple days, three yep. two, three days. And then that's my memory. Yeah. And yeah, so every time I wear this, I'm gonna I'm gonna think about sitting by the campfire and the the smoke that was in it and Yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty much gone. If you wanna see 
Elisa working on this and we mm-hmm. talked about it a little bit. You can go to go to the Facebook yep. page. But do more than go to the Facebook page. Make sure when you you do that and you're watching the video that you actually click through and go to YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube and hit that little bell so you make sure you get notifications when we put up new videos. It doesn't happen like all the time, which is probably fine because you don't get like harassed with videos every day. Mm-hmm. But so I found something out this week, which is kind of sad and depressing, but not entirely. That apparently now there's a thing on YouTube that you cannot monetize your videos until you've got at least 10,000 views. Well, so we're a ways off on that. We've got mm-hmm. about 9,400 views to go. So make sure everybody go out and subscribe. <laughs> we have 600? We've got a little over 600, what? I think. So, yeah, make sure, you, make sure you go and subscribe on YouTube and watch all the videos repeatedly because all the ones that were monetized. I'm looking at this. I'm not I'm thinking, sure how I feel about that. That, like, people, that, that. that video has been watched 600 times. No, like total. Like total oh, views for total the channel, views. not per oh. not per video. Oh, so can you put it on repeat and just like you? I mean, I don't you. I don't know if you can do it automatically. You can manually click replay. We probably shouldn't, you know, ask people to like falsely inflate our. Oh uh, no, no, we want to we want to falsely inflate because we need we need another revenue stream here to pay off all of our <laughs> bills and everything else so make sure you do that because sometimes it's not going to happen a lot because obviously we both have our own jobs but mm-hmm. you know sometimes these videos like the kadat things and stuff like that will pop up there that we want to do just kind of extra for fun and on the side um but yeah subscribe on youtube help us out get our <laughs> subscriber count up and our view count up because we've got a long way to go before we can actually make any uh any financial gain on this endeavor. <laughs> well, and that's where people are like, oh, you must be making a lot of money because you have videos on YouTube and there yeah. are commercials. And like, no, it takes like a lot to make. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and YouTube's doing a whole thing now where if, if anybody out there actually subscribes or watches any amount of YouTube, I don't know, maybe I'm the only one, but they're they're really doing some negative things by like demonetizing people for various things. Like, so Because for example, Google doesn't have enough money. Yeah, well, because apparently they they're not advertiser friendly. So, for example, Elise and I generally tend to have some sort of an adult beverage while we're recording the podcast. And what I try to do from time to time is I'll pick a couple things, a couple segments out of the show. I'll mm. put those up. I'll pull them out. Put them up on YouTube. But if we are drinking said adult beverages while that clip is happening. That gets demonetized or it can be demonetized because the drinking of alcohol is not advertiser friendly. And I guess I get that if you're on oh, just TV. alcohol in general, just in general, not even like a branded like alcohol. No, the brand doesn't matter. Just as if you are mason jars all the way. But if you've got a mason jar of wine, they're going to know what that is. It's grape juice. No, it's grape probably, juice. Yeah. So anyway, point being, help us out. Go to YouTube. Subscribe there. See the fun that we have going on. So any other projects or anything you want to talk about? No, I think that's probably it for now. All right. Other so than the super secret ones. Then the super secret one that I almost spoiled. There's one. Well, there's actually three super secret ones because oh, really? there's the two knit along projects that I'm working on, and then the one that I came up with. And I'm I'm toying around with a couple other ideas right now because I did I haven't done a knit along this year for like on Elise or as like Elise Arnista. I, no, I did store knit alongs, um, but I took this year off from doing like simple knits and all of that because it was just 
It's a lot. I knew it was going to be kind of a crazy year, and there was a lot that I wanted to do. So now that it's done and we're coming up on the holidays, I've, yeah. I, my, my brain is kind of, my wheels are spinning. Yeah, so there you go. So if you would like to purchase any of the materials and supplies that Lisa has talked about in her projects, whether it's the Hudson or... The Hudson is done in, I did it um, in... Plymouth Homestead. Plymouth Homestead. If you want to, yep. is that on the website? Yes. If you want to purchase some Plymouth Homestead, that's my announcer advertiser voice. If you want to buy some Plymouth Homestead, go to fireflyfibers.com, the local yarn shop that Elisa and I own right here in our town of Beaverdam, Wisconsin. And you can go there and buy yarn and supplies and accessories and all kinds of fun stuff. Make sure that you're putting at least $100 worth of stuff into your cart because when you do that, you'll qualify for free shipping and just, uh, Within the U.S. Within the U.S. If you live somewhere that is yeah. not the United States of America, it's going to cost you a little bit more for shipping, not a whole ton more. We really don't make any money on the shipping, but we'll get it to you yep. either way. Um, Rollo was all curious about my projects. If anybody is interested in like going off the deep end with me and you feel like you need to splurge and like get yourself like a techno sweater... I, I, I can order more tech now. Just contact me at the shop. They, I don't have like massive sweater quantities on the website. Was it Ruffles? They'll make more. Crunch all you want. They'll make more or we'll Is make more. Is that what more. it was? Is it Ruffles or Lay's? Some potato chip company, I think. I don't remember. I don't remember. Oh, no, Rollo's sun chips? Definitely not sun chips. Something in a bag. Fritos? Nope. It was a potato chip. It was either Lay's or Ruffles, I'm pretty sure. Huh. I bet Becky knows. <laughs> Somebody might know. Send us an email, podcast at com. if you know. Um, So I tell you what, let's go ahead and let's do some of this. Oh, well, that was nice of him to leave to go do that. Now he's back, though. Rundle left the room to throw his fit, and now he came back and he's uh, he's pawing at me here for some reason. Uh-oh. Now he's looking for attentions, which is perfectly fine. I wonder if he has to P-O-T-T-Y. No, he was just out and he came back. I don't think he's got to go again. He's he's doing just fine. <laughs> it sounded like he was not just a second ago. Yeah, well. All right, so got a couple quick stories here for, for Canadian Canoes. The first one oh my I'm only covering because it makes me angry. So the the headline, which doesn't matter at all, this is absolutely inconsequential to the entire segment Gross. of knitting news. Nun reunited with her knitting stolen at Electric Picnic. So apparently there's a picnic and this nun's knitting was stolen, which if you're going to steal anything from anybody, you don't want to steal things from a nun, I'm guessing. That's probably bad. And I also think that stealing somebody's knitting is probably going to be disappointing. I mean, that in and of itself, stealing knitting is is sad and not good, but you're stealing from a nun. Yes. Which the repercussions of stealing from a nun are probably pretty severe, I would guess. <laughs> I mean, going beyond, beyond the lifetime of where we are. But... Since I put this on Canadian Canoes and came back to it, this is what's happened. Apparently, no longer can I see this story or read the text or even know what's happening anymore. I can get 30 minutes access for 30 cents, though. What? The first payment takes less than seven seconds. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I am so sick and tired of news websites. People trying to charge you for news. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. there are ones that will be like, you get five free stories when you've used your five free stories. You gotta pay. You got every, okay. Look at this. Look at all. Look at look at this. There's ads all over the place already. Look at all of the advertising on this. Okay, website. and seriously, that Quicken the Quicken ad it like, keeps going. You're just gonna put a handsome guy on there and try and sell Quicken. That 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 picture has Apparently, nothing to do with Quicken. I but the point is this website, and that it's not the only one. There's ads all over it. I'm on your website. I'm viewing the ads. I might click on one or two, but and even accidentally because you know that sure. stuff happens, and yeah. you're like nerds. <sighs> I did not want to click on that. And I've never seen one like this before. Normally, it's like you can subs- <laughs> you know subscribe you can, or whatever. Everything you can squeeze into thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. <laughs> you can only read so much so quickly. <laughs> And, you, and you've got 30 minutes. He just did the same Rollo was very angry about it. He had to leave the room and go scream He again. was so mad. <laughs> he went out to the hallway and he yelled and screamed and said, I'm not going to take this anymore. And then he came back. Oh, you're a weirdo. So anyway, I cannot tell you the story of this nun's missing knitting or what happened or how they got it back or any of it because... I don't remember. This was probably three weeks ago that I found this story since before we went to our vacation and everything. And they're trying to extort money from me for 30 minutes. And, and yes, it's it's 30 cents. And it oh. only takes seven se- I don't know how you make a payment in seven seconds. Well, but you could you could also use the... Uh, um, the you, you can get the whole thing over there, too. There's a digital newsstand. What? What did you, is, oh, that's a different. That's a different thing. Oh no, it's a whole thing. It's 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 their ad for the entire thing. So you, there's the oh. article that you have to pay for, or you can get the whole thing. I want to click on it and see what it. Oh, good. Does. Now you're going to get a virus, and Probably. it's going to break the show. And no, see, now it's just spinning. There's a big white screen with a the wheel is spinning in my Chrome tab. So. Oh, oh, oh. Eep, up, oh eep, you're going to probably get like something. You're going to have to. That's, I need to install Flash Play, which nobody uses Flash anymore no. because it is so susceptible to hackers and malware and viruses and stuff. Okay, we're closing all of this because okay, Rollo really wants me to pet him. <laughs> Rub your nose goop all over my arm. Yeah, I kissed him and they're, they're, yeah, that was a bad life decision. So that's sad. Yeah. Well, I mean, but she it, she was it had a happy ending. She was reunited with her knitting. As far as I can remember, oh yeah, done re- reunited. So, I guess as far as we know, things worked out okay, but you know what? No more no more. I'm going to the next one. <laughs> uh so this one actually comes to us from Colorado because What? Anytime anything comes from Colorado, I have to read it. So this is some uh, knitting store moves from Fair Play to Frisco. You know, I went to school in Fair Play. I know. That's part of the reason I picked this story. So a yarn and knitting store, uh, Knititation, which is an interesting name, Knititation, celebrated the grand opening at its new location on Saturday at the corner of 6th Avenue and Main Street in Frisco, uh, owner, owner, owner Elaine Kist said she decided to move from Fairplay to Frisco after realizing that about two thirds of her customers were Summit County residents. I decided, well, maybe I should just move the store and come to them instead of making it more difficult for them to come to me, which is awfully nice. How far is Frisco from Fairplay? Um, probably about forty-five minutes. Well, that's not 
too bad, I guess. I mean, from a, a business perspective, I mean, just imagine packing up everything in Firefly Fibers and moving that 45 minutes away. That would not be easy. I think my iPad is playing our, our noise as we're going along here. I thought I turned it off. <laughs> oh, you have the volume on? I well, haven't. I keep, I keep hearing something talking, and I think it's that. And I haven't heard it, so if I haven't heard it and gotten grumpy, that's probably fine. Yeah, because you get grumpy about stuff. Oh, my gosh. That is so weird. What are you doing? I think it's fine. So, yeah, it's uh, so Fair Play. I Fair Play is six miles from Alma, which is where we lived when we were in Colorado. And then Brackenridge was 16 miles from there. Um, but it is not like a 16 it is not like a 20 minute drive. It's no. like a 35 minute drive yeah. over the continental divide. So, oh, I think he, he might have to go potty. Um, yeah, we'll be done shortly. So he, so then there's that. And then I think Frisco's another 20 minutes from, from Breckenridge. So probably about maybe, maybe about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. So this lady picked up and packed up all of her yarn and... Definitely more expensive to have a store in Frisco than in Fairplay. I would admit, from what I remember of Fairplay, there was not a whole lot going on in Fairplay. Well, if anybody has seen South Park... Exactly. That is where Fairplay is. That that is what South Park is based on. Not a whole lot going on in Fairplay. No. Frisco apparently sounds a little bit better, but Frisco's really well. Frisco is also where um, the Walmart is from uh, National Lampoon's Christmas oh, Vacation. I was thinking that was Breckenridge for some reason, but that was kind no, of we had out to go to Frisco to go to Walmart. We didn't have a Walmart in Breckenridge. Well, I knew that. Okay, so that's where. Yeah, yeah. so there you go. That's where we used to go and if go you've to ever Walmart. watched Christmas Vacation, you've seen Frisco, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yep, neat. So that's all there is there. Uh, the last story I want to talk through, which is on its way, will be patient. Something's happening to my computer. There we go. Uh, Stone Island knitwear changes color depending on the weather. So, so these kind of hyper color. It's but... like hyper color, but it's yarn and it's made into sweaters. And I thought, well, man, if you can buy the yarn and make stuff out of it, that would be amazing. But you can't. You can't buy the yarn. You can only buy the finished garments. So. Do they knit them up and then chemically treat them maybe then? I don't know. So, thermos, yeah, well, it's made exclusive from exclusive thermosensitive yarn, which drastically changes color when the temperature changes. Uh, What's impressive is that this sweater reacts to external temperatures rather than your temperature uh, your your body temperature discolored armpits yeah, are never a good look. That was always not a good look with hypercolor. Yeah, I had like two hypercolor shirts, I think. I would love to get one of those because those things were awesome. There might be one in the garage. Really? Oh, that would be awesome. It's And it's from the 80s, so it might be big enough to fit you. <laughs> but I'm, I am not going to fit in any shirt that you wore because any it was time one period. that I'm sure I took and I, I I probably put it through one of those things and cinched it and then I probably had my big old bangs and Holy yeah cow. it was it was probably a really impressive fashion statement. I would think so, but so they had these the sweaters. Uh, they come in three different colors: emerald to military green, ivory to what the heck is anthric anthracite? anthracite. What the mm-hmm. heck is anthracite? And yellow to orange. So, all different kinds. Of course, which one do I like? 
You probably like the gray one. I like the gray. I like the green too, but I like the gray. I think I would, if I was going to get one, I would get the green one. Would you really? These things are 1,400 pounds. I mean, not like weight. I mean, talking like Europe money or England money. You would definitely have to pay pounds. duties on that. But I would think you'd pay something on this because that that's uh that's pretty cool though. Crazy. I like that. I like that color. The because it goes yellow to like almost like a kind of like coralish color. Yeah. Anthracite, I guess. Is that what anthracite is? Is it's not orange. It's not mm-hmm. pink. It's like somewhere in the middle, maybe. Kind of a reddish, maybe. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty cool, but no way am I paying $1,400 for a sweater. No. This, though, did lead me that to something that makes that's, my sweater sound really cheap. Like, very reasonable. This did lead me to something that is not really knitting related. However, we were just talking about kids and stuff, but futuristic clothing, which expands as you grow, wins the UK James Dyson Award. So, a guy invented... Uh, his name is Ryan Yass, and he's a 24-year-old graduate from Imperial College London, and the Royal College of Art was frustrated by how quickly his baby nephew outgrew his clothing. Not only is it expensive, but it also has an environmental impact, which is a, a really mm-hmm. good way to look at it. So this guy basically designed and uh, created clothing that is, I don't know how to even how to even say this, but it expands. It's It's basically folded up into, how would you describe that? Um, it almost, I don't know, it almost looks like folded paper, like a, yeah. like a folded paper kind of thing, which. I mean, the material itself almost looks like it came out of a cassette or a It does a, not look VHS. comfortable. When people come in and they're like, I want something really soft for a baby, I don't see this being like what they would pick. But it's for a baby. Who cares? They're not going to even remember it, probably. The babies are dumb. Michael. <laughs> We have a baby in the family now. That, that's true. That's true. She's probably going to listen to this at, when she's you know older. And yeah. Be like, oh, I don't like my Uncle Mike anymore. So the pleated structure of the clothing. So that's okay. maybe a good way to say it's, it's pleated. So it's like it's pleated in, in two directions so that it's kind of like uh, pyramids or cones or something like that. And like, Reminds me of like something Japanese-y. I don't know why. Sure. Like paper or something. Yeah. Well, I mean like, like origami. Yeah, it's it's heat treated to ensure that the items can be expanded and col- collapsed under or any number of times. It can even be folded down small enough to tuck away in your pocket. Uh, the material is finished with a hydrophobic coating to ensure it's waterproof, which sounds interesting. Um, not so only- that I'm assuming it's waterproof, so what's in there can't get out. I not that would the make other sense. way. Yeah, it's not for like baby deep sea diving. Pro- no, I don't think it's quite that water waterproof. But I thought that was a pretty interesting thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I said, you know, you spend so much money on baby clothes, they wear it for three months, and they have to move on to the next size. Or, you know, the the environmental impact. You whether you throw it away or you wear them out or whatever. Even you sell them at a garage sale. At some point, it's still going to. Uh, I like it has like little like away. stirrup pants in the or like little yeah. stirrups in the bottom of the pants. But I thought that was pretty neat. So although not directly knitting related, I thought it would be fun to include that in our in It's our news. fashion related. I enjoy yeah. fashion and clothing. That's what I thought. All right. So I think at this point we're at a good place. We can bind off and weave in our ends and we can uh, get out of here. What do you think? 
I think it's probably a good idea. Rollo's going to town on his Duclaw again. So. I even clipped that recently. I you did, know. right in front of me. And you were there. You saw it. You, I did. You, you were... I can vouch for you. You can vouch for me. I wasn't lying. All right. So, again, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Appreciate you spending your uh, limited podcast time with us. I know there's a lot of, like, 18,000. There's, like couple of new ones that people that I follow that are starting podcasts now that haven't done it in the past. So there's a lot of options out there. We appreciate that you uh, spend your hour a week with us here at the Elisa the Arnisa podcast. If you'd like to participate with us here at the podcast, send us an email. Uh, send us podcast at elisathearnista.com. Send us any questions or comments or anything you have, any thoughts that are on your mind. Let us know what's going on, whether they're knitting related or not. We'll talk about it. Give us something to talk about. Uh, if you have any, uh, you want to follow Elisa between now and next week when the uh, next podcast goes up, go to elisathearnisa.com. I have, the, still have grand dreams of like uh, blogging about like, like our blogging. trip to Kadat. Yeah. yeah. Well, even if you don't, there's still something for you at the blog. Go in the upper right hand corner. All the links to social media where things happen more frequently is there. You can Instagram is probably the big one. If you want to see all the yeah. things that are happening in the kitchen and, and uh, knitting on the needles, you can see that there. Um, Ravelry and Facebook and Twitter, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, make sure we'd appreciate it. Go to patreon.com slash Lisa the Arnista. There for only $5 per month, you can subscribe and you can uh, get access to us as we record the video live. Join the people in chat who are having a grand old time, saying things, all kinds of fun things. You can interact together and have a good time there. Um, you can be a smarty pants with them. You can be a smarty pants the whole time that we're recording. It'll also get you access to the video. So even if you can't make it while we record it live, you can still see the video after the fact. It'll also get you uh, your own personal private RSS feed so you can get the audio version of the podcast without the uh, recorded commercials that we sometimes play before and kind of after the show. Um, again, it's only five bucks. Get your early access at any level to any of the videos like that Kadat video. If you were a patron, you would have gotten that a week early. It's amazing. For only a dollar a month, help me quit my job and subsist on the Elisa the Arnista you, you need brand. a few more than just like a few. We'll get a lot more. Okay. We'll, we'll get If a thousand more people do it, I will quit my job and I will work for Elisa the Arnista exclusively. So that's our new challenge. That's our new goal. I, I don't want to employ you. Oh, what? I don't want to be responsible for the, the Elisa the Arnista empire. That, you have that insurance like a lot in of a 401k, stress. don't you? <laughs> I have I, I, I have a 401k. No, I don't. Anymore. No, you don't. I don't have anything anymore. <laughs> I'm self-employed. I have a yarn shop. You got a little pension floating around somewhere. I do. If it, yeah. Anyway. I have a bag full of techno. There we go. That's all you need. What else, what else would you want? All right. So thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we're going to, like I said, bind off, weave in our ends, and we'll see you all in a week. Cheers. You had your chance asking me to dance Now it's all or nothing, babe Oh, know what they say It's all or nothing, babe So I see. Probably look uh, very nice once it's finished. Actually, I'm a little nervous about it.
Jose brought up the blueprints for a new ranch house he's building. And I had the strange feeling that maybe the blueprints and my knitting instructions got switched. I mean, it isn't impossible that I'm knitting a ranch house.